I I have most of the information. This is my first broadcast. Yay, number one. I'm very excited to do this. Excuse me. My name is Rita Ann. I consider myself a bohemian redneck. Um, I want to start out with a topic that's very much on my mind. Where to land? Um, I'm in Big Rapids, Michigan. It's freezing cold. I'm looking out my bedroom window. There's snow on the ground. I need to go treat the neighbor's horses. My landlord lives right behind me and keeps a couple of horses. And I go out and give them a little cup of grain every day with a couple little horse vitamin treats that smell like apples. They like it. They come running when I go out there. Uh, the landlord said he made quite a bit of money off of the one. She's a racehorse. They do harness racing. He said she made him a lot of money. I can't remember their names. My mother used to say if I if I if my butt wasn't hung on, I'd forget it. So where to land? I need to feel the sun and see the see the sea and get my toes in the sand. Thank goodness I have a friends and access to services like Boondockers Welcome. I'll give you more on that in a minute. Let me introduce myself. I'm a 60-year-old widow with a 1980 Toyota Mini Cruiser RV. She fits in a parking spot. Very easy to drive. You just have to watch out because, you know, it's a little taller than a vehicle. That's what I like about it. I can stand up in there. So, anywho, um, I still have a house here in Michigan that I share with John Morrison. He's my best friend, ex-lover, still friends. And, uh, oh, he's a good guy. He puts up with me. And if... You could ask anybody who knows me, friend or family, they will tell you I'm a lot to put up with. I'm bipolar, and uh, I used to be really manic. Um, I think I actually found out uh, a little over a year ago I had an incident with some medical marijuana that got me in trouble, and I ended up going to a psychologist in Cadillac, Michigan, and I loved him. Uh, his name was, uh, what was it? It was something funny, Schwartz, because I used to say, may the Schwartz be with you when I left him, you know, when I would walk out of the, you know, the session. But he was a psychologist, no drugs, and I had 
uh, quit doing Valium. And I had been on Valium for years and years because I was just so manic. I was having chest pains that put me in the hospital. I'd go in thinking I was having a heart attack and they'd put me up to an EKG and say, no, it's not a heart attack. You're having an anxiety attack. Here, take two of these and don't call us anymore. (laughs) So... Uh, I ended up on those for a long time, and I read a book, Eat, Pray, Love, and when I read that book, I thought, oh my gosh, she's talking to me, and of course she was. She was a person that had suffered a mental illness. I think hers was more in the form of a breakdown, because she seemed like she was pretty well off to begin with, and I'm just poor white trash, you know, living probably beneath the poverty level, really close to the line anyway. And uh, that's okay with me. I think more money just buys more stuff and more problems. If I had millions, I might have fun giving it away. Um, So anyways, where was I? Uh, we still, John Ray and I, we still like each other more than anyone else. (laughs) So, of course, we're roommates. (laughs) And between the two of us, our our rent is not a lot, and so that enables me to have a little bit more in my pocket to be able to travel. I, you know, don't go to high-end resorts and... Uh, you know, hang out with the rich and fabulous, traveling in disguise. I I don't know. Uh, I feel more at home with real people. So I, I, um, let me see, what was I going to... Let me explain. I'm a big fan of Bob Wells. He's a legend and friend to nomads and rescuer of the homeless and aimless. And I came across him on YouTube, and he's he's a person who took a RV show and a place where people that were like retired and needed something to pad their social security so they could live in their RVs and you know do do the snowbird route. And that's kind of how it all started. And then people like Bob Wells, they're like the pioneers. They started maybe in a trailer or pulling a trailer and then were able to, what's the word, minimize uh, when you get rid of things, uh, downsize and make an area in their vans that, you know, have the toppers on them so you can stand up in there. And, you know, they have solar and uh, poop in a bucket. And that sounds really disgusting, but it's not. You know, people that camp know that you can dig what's called a cat hole with a little shovel. Everybody's supposed to have a shovel. I take my potty with me in my RV. So I'm willing to go so far and no farther. 
Anyways, Bob is just amazing. Um, I highly recommend his um, YouTube channel. Um, it's called Cheap RV Living, all one word, dot com. Do we still say dot com? Uh, I, I saw him and I thought, that guy is living my life. <laughs> so thanks, Bob Wells. Uh, so, um, oh, I should say something else for Bob and Sue. Uh, Sue Ann and Bob have a LLC. It's called HAWA, and that stands for Homes on Wheels Alliance. And they help others who would otherwise be homeless and hopeless. And Sue Ann actually lives in her Prius. It's all, if you watch the channel, you watch the YouTube channel, you understand. It's, you take, you know, a sleeping and you make a, a cot or a bed in your van. That's your bedroom. And you have storage underneath for your clothes and toiletries. And you can actually room by room, bedroom, you know, a living area where you have a spot to sit and work on your computer on a little desk and, you know, it, it, they really are. It really is a home. It's amazing. There's a whole community of people out there. Bob calls them his tribe, you know. I'm sh I am I hope to meet him someday. I've been out there to the desert, and I don't know. Maybe to go that far, I would uh, do what he recommends. But I, I haven't let it stop me. That's the only thing that we disagree on is... Bob says you you need to have thousands of dollars in the bank before you go out on the road. And I say no, because if my RV left me on the side of the road, I'd get on a bus and come home, you know, or I'd try to sell it and buy a van and use mats I have. Everything I have in my RV would just go into the van, you know. I might have to buy a camp stove, so I I'm I don't worry about things like that. I can get by with so little, you know. Money does not buy you love or happiness. Look at all the rich, miserable people out there, like our Lord and Master Leader would be dictator, Mr. Trump. And I'm sorry if I terribly upset you. I know a lot of people are very sensitive. I'm a liberal, so you know, uh, continue to listen or go your way. It's up to you. Some people can be friends with other people. I think that's why we didn't used to discuss religions, politics, or sex. I'm not really interested in any of them other than I don't like the way things are going right now. People are dying. I I think that's that's up to the president. He's not doing a very good job. He doesn't wear a mask. Okay, where was I? Um, yeah, but he, Bob really spoke to me. He said, and I'm going to try to quote him here, I can't live in a house parked in a lazy boy watching TV, dying. You know, it's just get up, watch TV, have something to eat, you know, maybe putter around a little bit and go to bed get up and do it again the next day. 
you, you think when you retire, you leave the rat race behind, but it, son of a gun follows you home. For a lot of us, not everybody feels that way. Some people love puttering. I'm just not one of them. <laughs> and, okay, so, yeah, when he said that, I just thought, oh, he's absolutely right. And then he talked about nature and, uh, you know, spoke about being free, not just, you know, free of all the trappings that are in your home, all the cleaning and maintenance and taxes and politics, religion, and sex, <laughs> you know, it's just, just, uh, worry-free, you know, and, uh, I, I, that's the only thing I disagree with him on is he says you need to have thousands in the bank, and these days, if people have enough money in the bank to cover a major repair, $400, and they're having to go to payday loan places and predatory loan places, Speaking of which, <laughs> yeah, I did it. I did it. I I took a. I I knew I was looking for an RV. I'd looked all over the state, and then I saw one right, right around here. I mean, it was like not even five miles from my house. Okay, maybe five miles. And the guy even used the same mechanic as me, and it was just this old RV. It was whitewashed. Uh, you know, I didn't realize it, but the ceiling was leaking. The roof needed to be scraped and and uh, resealed, and it was thousands of dollars, about twenty six or twenty eight hundred dollars to get that done. And uh, I blew a rear assembly in in. Uh, what was that? Norton, Kansas, coming back. I went out to the desert where Bob Wells hangs out. And uh, I didn't meet Bob. I didn't stop, really. I went on up to Flagstaff and hung out in the campground for about a month. It was nice. I liked it. Riding my bike around Flagstaff, some, really some awesome hills. I have an e-bike, electric bike, bike from Rad. And I love my, my e-bike. I wouldn't be able to ride otherwise. I have bad knees. Bad knees. I walked all over when I was a kid. So, um, uh, where am I? What happened? Where's my... Okay, add a flag. Um, I, this is my first thing. I'm not sure how long I've been talking. It's It's got 14 minutes, and it's going up. So I've been talking about almost 15 minutes. I'm talking your ears off. So anyway, I the guy wanted 2700 for it, and I had one of those high-interest payday or uh, predatory uh, interest loan uh, applications sitting at, on my table here at home. And uh, I said, yeah, I'm going to go ahead and apply. They'll probably turn me down. I have such lousy credit, even with this ridiculous high interest. And no, the, the loan went through. And I said, well, I'll, I'll pay it back. So I'll pay it back. And uh, so I got my my 1980 Toyota Mini RV, and uh, 
uh, brought it home and cleaned it up. It had uh, silicone all over the windows and one of the windows, the, the window over the truck to the um, bunk. Uh, it's a big, long window. Um, I love it. I love looking out at it at night. I had to replace it because it was like plexiglass and it had cracks in it. So it was just a mess. So, but I, I went um, to Florida in it with that window like that. I thought it was you know, as long as if it's if it lasted great, if it had to be replaced, I'd call an auto glass guy. So uh, after spending a winter or a month uh, last winter in Dunellen, Florida, I um, brought it back and called an auto glass guy, and it cost me about three hundred dollars to replace it. it. Had to be cut perfect, you know, and. Watching that guy work that glass was a really cool experience. So anyways, got that fixed. And then uh, last summer, blew a rear end and uh, coming back from Flagstaff and uh, spent a little over two weeks, about 15 days in Norton, Kansas, waiting on parts. Had to get a loan from my daughter uh, and my son-in-law, thanks, Barkers. They have a, a, a podcast, Being Better Barkers. And they're just, I think their, their first episode was just released yesterday. I downloaded it. I'm following them. I think they're very good. A little churchy for my taste, but hey, to each their own, said the milkmaid when she kissed the cow. Anyhow, um, let me see, where was I? I kind of took some notes to try to stay on topic. So anyway, that damn bank, oh, I could kick myself. I knew what I was doing was ridiculous, but I just couldn't stop myself. I just... I had been watching Bob Walls on YouTube. I was ready to pull out a seat in my car because you can live in a car. And I just wanted to go. I needed to travel. The road was calling me. Every spring, every, it's not even spring, it's winter. Usually between January and March, I have to go down to Florida somewhere along the coast and see the sea and feel the warmth of the sun and just put my toes in the sand, maybe have a fruity drink with some rum in it. You know, I don't need much. I'm, I, I'm a lightweight. What do they call somebody who can't, a teetotaler? I'd be better to keep it Shirley Temple. But every once in a while, as long as it doesn't become a habit, that way lies madness. Yes. So I hope that we'll get to know each other a, a little better. I'm hoping to uh, be able to add a number or a link so that you can call in and tell me what you really think. So after finding out what a horrible deal I'd made with this predatory loan company, 
several months ago, about six now, I um got help from my bank. I love my bank. Oh, it's so great. I just said, damn banks. But my bank is a credit union. And they've been really good to me. I've had probably seven or eight Christmas loans through them that I you know, pay back ACH where they just take it when my direct deposit goes in. I I do okay. I'm because of my disability, my mental illness, I'm I never did finish that. See, the mania is peeking through. You can see it on the radio or the phone or other device. Yeah. Um I went to the therapist, and the therapist said that he believed I was um, ADD. And that's why I had never gotten uh, stabilized on Valium or any antidepressants. Because when your chemicals are scrambled like mine, medication actually makes it worse. And I wish I could count the number of times other people that are, you know, what I have, bipolar disorder, is a chemical imbalance in your brain. So many people have it. I'm sure probably everybody who's listening to me knows somebody who is either always depressed or always sad or sometimes a little bit of both. (laughs) You never know which way we're going to go. Anyways... Uh, I, I, uh, regarding the predatory loan, um, I, my, my credit union has this, um, what's it called? I'm trying to think of the name of the department. Um, 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 uh, it's like member services and they, um, you know, offer financial help and um, so they turned me on to a company that's uh, kind of like those companies that say we'll pay help you pay off your debt, but what they do is they hold out. You send them little bits of your money, and they hold on to it, and you know then they send even smaller bits out to your debtors, and you know they're taking a big chunk of it. So they kind of actually. Um, uh, make money from not hurrying up and paying your debt if it ever gets paid. A lot of them are, are so disreputable that uh, companies won't even work with them. They, they no, will you know, make her go bankrupt. So I avoided bankruptcy, thank you. And, um, uh, I, uh, I so I'm paying like four hundred dollars a month to pay off this huge loan. Uh, loan. I actually had to stop it. it. They come out of India, and it's just awful. You know, I agreed to, to pay one payment, and instead, every month my payment was going up another hundred dollars. The last payment that they took was like seven hundred dollars, and they were just gonna keep doing that. Started out about two seventy a month, and I thought, yeah, I can do it with the roommate. I can do it. No, I couldn't do it. They make it so you can't do it. It should be illegal. If you or I tried to do that, it would be called loan sharking. 
So I don't know what politicians they pay to get away with that. I don't care if it's Nancy freaking Pelosi. It's got to stop. I'm having a chocolate. I picked up some chocolate hearts that have peanut butter in them. You got your chocolate in my peanut butter. So anyways, where was I? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. So anyways, my roommate and I painted my um, RV, and he's a painter, professional and, you know, commercial, residential. He's retired, but he painted my RV for me. She's Michigan Blue, U of M, University of Michigan, blue and yellow stripes, Michigan yellow. So I took her down to Florida. That was like my first RV adventure. And I was down, uh, where is that place? Uh, Lauderdale, Fort Lauderdale by the sea. And there's a sidewalk right along A1A. And there's all these tourists and I'm stopping and going and it's like 25 miles an hour. And they kept yelling, go blue. (laughs) And, you know, these people didn't know each other. But every once in a while, someone would yell it out. And I finally realized, oh, it they must be Michiganders. They're they're U of M football fans. I don't watch football. I don't believe in sports on television. If you want to go to the stadium, that's a whole nother thing. I don't have to know the rules to enjoy the crowd. But not these days, not with COVID. So anyway, I knew they were Michiganders. Um, see. I seem to see Michiganders a lot. Um, or I guess they could be football fans, <laughs> but it's okay because I'm a Michigander. I've got, she turns a lot of heads. A lot of people ask me questions, want to peek inside. Does it have a bathroom, they always say? <laughs> So, anywho, let me see, what do my notes say? Oh, yeah. So, I need to figure out where I'm going to go. Um, I, I, I like my RV. She's slow, you know, and old. I don't want to take her on the freeway. It seems like I always get... I'm always in a hurry, and I end up on the freeway, and people fly past me. They don't usually honk. I have a sticker on the back. It's, like, from Star Trek. It says, I'm giving her all she's got, Captain. <laughs> Going up hills, I just stay behind the tr- the truckers. Some of them actually fall behind me. It depends on the grade. She's heavy. I had her weighed. What was it? 36? No, 4,700 pounds. That's almost two tons. I think. I think a ton is like two or 2,000 pounds is a ton or 2,500. Math is not my strong suit. But I'd I'd much rather, you know, do 55 at a, at a slow pace. I'm, I'm, you know... 
I'm I'm not in a hurry. And I'm ready to try this um service. It's a membership. It's called Boondockers Welcome. And it's basically people from all over the country that um are RVers and they offer you a spot to pull up and plug in at their place all around the country. Any state you go to has some. And um you know, so it's supposed to be just for the night, but uh, I think that's so that people can decide whether or not they want to keep you around, you know. I definitely would rather stay out of really high-end neighborhoods at, with HOAs, but I don't think neighborhoods with HOAs would allow it. Maybe you could get by. Most places, I think, like my daughter, she's actually, Julia, I'm talking about you, Um She's the head of the HOA in her neighborhood in Brighton. And I think she does an amazing job. They've had some really cool little get-togethers, parties for the kids and stuff, you know. Uh, they get together and do crafts at the park. It, it's just, it's a, it's a very nice, I, I'd say upper-middle-class neighborhood. I always feel like a hillbilly when I visit there. Especially in my loud RV, my loud, colorful, uh, vintage RV. But anyways, um, let me think. Uh, yeah, so I would like to. I would like to take the back roads, and um, you know. Check in a couple. Of, see, see what I think. These, these, um, the membership is like fifty dollars for a year, and they kind of use it for advertising and stuff. They're on Facebook. Boondockers, welcome. <coughs> Excuse me. And uh, they, if you offer a, a someone a place to park at your place. It's only half that, $25 a year. So I think probably that's what I'll do is I'll offer other people to plug in at my house. That, you know, you, yeah, you can run a, a electric cord from my back porch to your uh, rig, you know. And in the summertime, uh, I would park them out at on the other side of the building, I have a, there's probably about three acres here, and uh, I have a little, like a stable, and I, it, it has electric that runs to it. Uh, if they had enough um, hose, they could run a hose to my uh, outdoor water. It's, you know, cold, but RVs have hot water heaters. Mine has one I've never, well, I used it one time. Cost me two hundred dollars to have a guy come out and show me how to light it, and then there was a problem with one of the pieces, so he had to go get me that piece. And because it's forty years old, it was not an easy task. He said, "If that thing goes, you're gonna have to, it's gonna cost you hundreds to replace it." And I thought, "Yeah, no, guy. I think nowadays they have those um, on-demand hot water heaters, and they're maybe eight hundred dollars." I get them on sale for less or on eBay. I've never really used eBay. 
But, yeah, um, I think I would like to try it. I have looked into it, researched it. Um, the, I, I've, I saw one couple, because I watch a lot of YouTube, um, this community that I was talking about, you know, people that, there's a lot of senior citizens that have retired, maybe they've sold their homes or, you know, uh, those are full-timers, and they live in their RVs, and they just go from, you spend a month here, a month there. Sometimes I'll spend a season in one spot, and then, you know, move. When it starts getting too hot, they move out of the desert into the mountains. And a lot of the um, nomad lifestyle is about following the, the seasons, you know, getting out of the mountains when it starts getting cold and going to the desert and then when it starts getting too hot in the desert go to the mountains or the ocean doesn't matter how hot it is when you're at the ocean it doesn't feel hot those ocean breezes it's like having a fan on you anywho's what was I um yeah so um I watch a lot of YouTube I watch a lot of people that um, are traveling and they do these types of things and then you can get like a review by watching these people and what they've their experiences have been and I saw one couple that claimed that when they got to their boondocker host that they had a big yard and it was fenced in and at first they thought oh that's good we can just close the gate and you know the dogs will be free to run then the guy said, yeah, better keep your dogs in because my dogs will eat them. And so, you know, they have had two big dogs and couldn't let them out. You know, they said, well, can we make sure they go to the bathroom before you turn your dog loose? You know, so I can understand where people being people, you might get somewhere and then decide you don't want to stay there. And if that happened to me, I would just leave. <laughs> it is... It's an RV, <laughs> you know, you can just drive off, you know. I'm sorry, I think I uh, am going to make other plans. I hope you're not offended, you know. Bye. <laughs> I have to go now. I forgot something. My mother's calling me, whatever, you know. I would rather them feel insulted than me feel like I was being, you know, exposed to killer dogs or something. <laughs> yeah. You can always just leave. And there's always the Walmart parking lot. That is a famous uh, spot where not, so I've heard sometimes, it depends if they've had people, people can be so people you know, they... Uh, empty their tanks on in Walmart's parking lot, you know, pour out their urine for people to step in. Just really ignorant stuff, you know, leaving garbage. If they've had that kind of trouble, then you won't be welcome at Walmart. But there are other places, and I have an app on my phone that will tell me if it's just for overnight, I can just about park anywhere. So... There's that to consider.
And, you know, I think if I just got tired of bouncing around, you know, a few days here and a week there, I'd probably look for a campground where I could plug in and pay for a month. It's much cheaper by the month. So I wish I had a link for you to call and uh, suggest message me that, you know, where you would... uh, suggest I go from Michigan um, near the shore. Um, yeah, so I'm, I'm hoping to maybe look on Boondockers Welcome. You see the house, you know, it kind of gives you an idea of what kind of a host you're going to have. I think they get stars or something, you know, special mention if they've gotten good reviews. Um, I'll find out in person, up close and personal. Um, so yeah, I'm hoping to make some, uh, do some bookings on Boondockers Welcome by the end of this month for next month. And I'm hoping to get a shot before I leave, but I'm not going to wait around for it. Uh, the cold and the gray, it just seeps into my old bones, and I ache for a sight of the sun. I actually wrote that down. (laughs) Okay. So, I'm sitting here, I'm plotting my escape. Where should I go? Maybe the Carolinas. Uh, somewhere near the shore. A few days here, a week there. And more sun, sea, and warmth than you can stick a stick at. I think so. Well, it sure was nice talking to you today. And I hope you'll, uh, you know. Oh, one more note regarding the virus. Got to talk about the virus. I always wear a mask and social distance and sanitize. So, like I said at the beginning of this, I'll end where I began. I do that a lot. Um, Being in an RV is probably the safest way to travel. If you Google the information, the sales of RVs are through the roofs because people understand they shut down hotels because of COVID. But if you're in an RV, you know, you have your own bathroom, you're, you know, you don't need to go in and share facilities with everybody. And, you know, I, I prefer to shower in a, in a, what do you call it, a truck stop or something, or uh, they used to, the gyms used to be open, uh, Planet Fitness, I haven't heard from them in ages, I think they may have been out of business. But, um... There are, there are places that you can go and shower, you know. I mean, you could run a, a room for a night if you hadn't had a shower. I probably only shower maybe twice a week, and I could probably get away with it once a week. I don't really do a lot. I'm old and I'm slow. So just, you know, be safe out there, people, you know. Don't be like those idiots in Alabama who all took to the streets and created a super spreader event. I can't imagine what's going to happen down there. 
I'm keeping them in my thoughts and prayers. Okay, I think it's got to be about time to end this thing. How many minutes have I been on here? 39 minutes. Well, this is a really long podcast. I think my daughter's was only about 25 minutes. Anyway, um, I'm going to go ahead and close now, and I hope you will download my podcast. It's Rita Ann, the Bohemian Redneck, saying... Be safe, be happy. Do whatever you can to get out of the rat race. If you're if you like being home, then more power to you. This probably isn't your broadcast. But if you're thinking about getting out there and doing something different with your life, come with me. We're going to escape. That's it. That's it for Rita and the Bohemian Redneck. I'm signing off.